Oh, this was Kyle's idea? This is all Kyle's idea. Yeah, 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 yeah. <clears throat> I mean, I, I did ask him earlier what we were going to talk about, and he said, so... Uh, I said, that's what... Uh, sorry, my, on, uh, yeah, my bad to get that so wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I won't be talking about that, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I wish I had video on you. Could have seen my expression, like, oh, Jesus Christ. What am I myself into? <laughs> I don't know, that's so immature, man. It's that's so. You can't. You yeah, because the immature part is bringing up that you said it. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> you can't. Uh, that's that's gonna make the opening blooper. Just so you know, this is this is a PG thing. Okay. Thank you. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Dodgeball Podcast. In this episode, I've got Kyle Warnin and Scott. Uh, I did I just botch your name, Warnin? Yeah, you sure did. You don't want you go ahead and uh, I got Kyle and Scott with me. Kyle, uh, what's your full name, please? Kyle Warren. I don't know how I missed that. And uh, Scott. Uh, Scott Bronson. I was thinking, don't don't say what they just said earlier offline. I was like, don't don't even put that in your mind. And my troll brain just did that, and I just messed up. So, but anyway. Um, <laughs> Guys, thanks so much for for hopping on. Um, I I probably could, I probably sound like the same every time, but um, when you reached out to me, Kyle, back in September, I was totally down to have you on. Just couldn't figure out when, but uh, here we are. And bonus, we got Scott as well. So, how you guys doing? Good, good. Yeah, just hanging out. Just hanging out. So, um. Kind of talk about this a little bit before we began. Just kind of have like my usual run through of the questions. Uh, get to know you guys better, I guess. Um, and then if we veer off into left field, screw it. Let's see what happens. Um, and then it looks like we got a, quite a few crowdsource questions from the serious to uh, to whatever Eli, Eli was on about. So that should be fun. But um, <laughs> before we do that, I guess we'll start with the basic, basic one, and that is uh, starting with you, Kyle. So what? Uh, where, whereabouts are you from and uh what team do you currently play for or are you best known for uh from dallas texas born and raised there uh now i'm residing in seattle washington um i played for misfits for what we just made the team last year and then this is going to be our second year but you know coronavirus happened so. is, that, is that what's going on is that we, yeah. stopped, we haven't played in like a year <laughs> Yeah. And um, how long have you been playing dodgeball? Oh, man. It's, uh, I think what, both me and Scott started playing in 2008. I think it was 2007. 2007, yeah. Yeah. So we started playing with the Tom Wakefield. He did a, a open gym, and one of our friends from Dallas from high school was just like, hey, let's go play, and we Got a whole bunch of friends, and we just kind of headed out there, and uh, we played every was it Sunday or Saturday? Yeah, I think it was Saturday. Yeah, played there, and we met Tom and his son Alex, Jonathan Harper, uh, Jake uh, Haber. He was there, and there's a, a lot of bad blood between his group and our group. That's for sure. <laughs> like actual bad yeah. blood, or you just were just rivals. Oh no, we were like, 
like always getting the fist fights like every Saturday. Oh, like Christ. it was like crew versus crew every time. Like there'd be kids playing on the side and other random people that would show up, but like we would like stay off to the like the left side of the gym and we would just I don't know <laughs> cuss at each other and yeah. Sounds like great, wholesome fun for uh for open gym dodgeball. Um Jonathan Harper, man, I haven't heard that name in in a minute. Um, is he still playing? Do any, do any of you guys know that? No idea. Yeah. Yeah, I couldn't tell you. Um, I, I wish you were, man. One of the most talented people I've ever played against. I mean, just raw talent. You know, it, it was crazy. Yeah, I played with. Loved him. hitting people in the face too. Sorry. <laughs> Did he? I, I, oh yeah. I could see that. I just look at him like, yeah, you look like a headhunter, just just by nature. But um, I played with him during. <laughs> the new Orleans, uh, elite nationals, uh, 2016 seemed cool to me. I mean, he was fun to play with and we were definitely on a team that wasn't going to go, wasn't going to go far, but I mean, he was, he was pretty cool. So, um, you know, from a distance, I got nothing but good things to say about him, but, um, I want to, I definitely get into your guys's initial dodgeball, but Scott, um, why don't you go ahead and let us know where you're from, whereabouts you are now and teams that you were most known for. Yeah. Um, so I'm originally from Dallas, um, spent like 25 years there, uh, moved up to Colorado Springs back in, uh, man, it's running together now, I think 2017. Um, but, uh, I guess when I really started playing seriously, um, I played for Killshot in Dallas and then, um, made the transition over to outsiders and I played with, uh, also with Misfits uh, on Kyle's team um, in the West, and uh, most recently Recon, right before the uh, pandemic hit. I cannot help myself, so it's not Reckon, like everyone thinks. I think it's it's whatever you want it to be. So who's the I responsible? Think it's, ma- it's magical. Who's the responsible for the spelling of that? I think it was Eli. Uh huh. Yeah. I was like, reckon, okay, that works. And then just <laughs> can't undo it. But uh, I'm pretty sure that's the first thing I said when I saw it too. <laughs> yeah, but just, just let it be. It is, it's it's recon. And um, I mean, I'm not the only person nor the last that will ever make that joke. Um, I'm sure it's very oh, no. old by now, but. Uh, it's never going to stop. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I, I don't know if I got offered a spot. I think I was considered or looked at very recently. So that sucks. And I'll maybe talk to you guys about that offline, but, um, Oh, we said you sent out a scout. Oh, is that what happened? (laughs) (laughs) Um, well, cool. So are you, um, again, assuming COVID wasn't happening? I mean, are you misfits now for the West? Um, are you with outsiders still or is wrecking like your team? God dang it. Uh, recon. Jeez. (laughs) That was legitimate accident. (laughs) I think recon is uh, is more of a foam thing, uh, more like a, a specialty tournament. Because I don't think I don't think anybody really wants to give up their their main team. Right. Um, so I think it, it's more like uh, for the one off tournaments, like the that tournament in Seattle. What what was the name of that, Kyle? The the crush. The crush. Yeah, yeah. Stuff like that. So I, I don't think it'll be like elite or USA dodgeball track, um, at least for right now. But uh, but maybe in the future. So. Um, yeah, as for, as for next year, it's, it's kind of up in the air where I'm going to play. 
Yeah, I mean, I figure it's probably up in the air for everyone now. I mean, with um, Worlds getting postponed, and um, I know we were, at this point, probably starting to freak out with Jake on venues, and I mean, I don't know how you guys are following this whole COVID thing, but like, it sounds like we're getting ready for round two. Um, we just loved it so much. We just want more. So, you oh, know, who yeah. knows? Um, that's going to be an interesting couple months. And, um, yeah, I was thinking, I, for, I totally forgot about the crush tournament. I forgot that there's actual, some dodgeball, like we had some city crush and then, um, <clears throat> Tyler Greer's NDI. Um, and then one round of the South and now, that was about it. And now it's like, will we even get to play again anytime soon but um well on that happy note so yeah let's go into the past where there <laughs> yeah was who knows <laughs> yeah who knows when it'll be uh the next time we play so yeah that went that went dark fast um so 2007 you guys started playing in dallas with tom wakefield what was what was that like um this one can go to either of you guys like is it was it 8.5 was it foam was it just open gym i mean what was the the dallas scene like back then All right, uh, yeah. I guess. Yeah, you go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it started off as rubber. Like, you know, he was, Tom would just bring in tons of rubber balls, just 8.5 rubber. And then, like, at some point, like, later, like, a couple of years later, like, he started sprinkling in, like, foam balls. And he had that little stinger ball to, I guess, like a four inch or five inch ball. And then, uh, and then after that, like, rubber just kind of like the league started coming up and rubber just kind of started dissipating and it, then it just, I guess it just became known as a, a foam uh, area. Like not too many people wanted to play rubber. Cause I remember when we, we I guess we had a rubber league or, or no, we would have rubber practices and it would just be like three teams that would show up. Yeah, I think I think people got tired of getting hit in the face by uh, Tom and, and Harper. <laughs> oh yeah. So they would probably come just for you know for one one time, and then uh, they said, you know what, I've had enough of this. <laughs> yeah, not not too many people take a shot to the face and come back for more, um, especially if it happens more than once. And from how you guys are describing Jonathan, probably happened a few times. Um, Oh, he had a cannon and with those, uh, those smaller ball, I think they were, yeah, they were like five or six inch rubber. I forget what it is, but man, he would just absolutely smack people. Oh yeah. And by people, I mean me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we, I know we talked about like the NDL and, and stingers in the past, but like, so horrible with the uh, dimensions right now, but I would say what a stinger is probably the size of a softball. I think that's like a fair comparison. Yeah, maybe yeah, a little yeah, bit probably. smaller. Yeah, so put one of those into the hands of anyone, and and they're lethal. And then put them into somebody that actually can pitch at the time, or you know has a pretty good throwing mechanics, and you're just asking to like destroy people. Like I've I've heard of detached retinas at the time, um, busted lips. Um, I think the one that freaked me out the most was was a detached retina. Like I don't even know what that is, but that sounds horrible. Um, and that's definitely not what you want to sign up for when you're playing dodgeball. So those were finally phased out, I think 2008 or nine. Um, and you guys, you said Tom started sprinkling. I was going to say, I mean, both, both Kyle and I played with stingers, uh, in the NDL at some point. Yes. Yeah, so that was my next, that was yeah. one of the questions I want to get into. So, um, when, when did you guys get into the NDL? And I mean, do you remember what your first tournament was? 
Yeah, I think it was 2008 and 2009, or t- 2009, 2010. Uh, Do you remember? Yeah, how? I think it was 2009, 2010, because we graduated high school in 2008, and then <clears throat> you guys played, you, Joseph, and uh, Jacob. Oh, and Austin. No, oh, it was Austin. That's who it was. Yep, yeah, yep. you guys three went and joined up with another three random people and made a random team, and then I went the following year, and we had our own team. Man, I'm not going to say that we were – we us three were any good, but the three people we got paired up with were probably the three worst people in that tournament. <laughs> so you did like a half team then half freelance makeup? Yeah, yeah, because oh, we could only we could only field three people, so. That's rough, man, because when you're paying like – even back then, like upwards of like 200 bucks, I think, just to play – and you're not going with, you know, your ideal squad and you're, you're trying to pick up these guys that are just, you know, trying to hop on a team and the chemistry's not there. It's, 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 it's a great time. Um, I feel like I, I've been there before. Um, what, what team right. were you guys? Do you remember? I think we were called the weekend warriors because for some <laughs> reason the other, the other team got to, or the other three people because they were all three registering as a, uh, as a trio as well, uh, for some reason it defaulted to them to pick the name. So I think we would have been smash bros or something. I think that's what we played under pretty much every time. The following year we played under smash bros. Yeah. I remember the first thing that we made was the Spartans. You remember that? Oh, the Spartans. Yeah. We could have been the Spartans. Who knows? Yeah. But you remember we had to go like, uh, qualify or something. And I was like, oh, yeah. I was like, played against Adrenaline Rush. And oh, yeah. We thought like, we were all good. You know, we played baseball <laughs> and this and that. We're going to crush this tournament. And Adrenaline Rush is there. And that was like, like after we played him, I was like, I hate Troy. He's such a cocky <laughs> And like, ever since then, I've hated him. Was this when he was still like pretty massive? Because I don't think he shed all that weight until like 2013. Do you guys remember that by chance? Yeah, yeah he he, lost he was a pretty lot big. Yeah, he was pretty big when we when we first played against him. But yeah, but he, he was still yeah, good. <laughs> no, that, and that's the thing. Oh, is dude, like, he was amazing, man. Yeah, he's the best player on their team. <laughs> yeah, he was just so dang cocky though. That's what just like pissed me off so much. And like ever since that tournament and every tournament that I saw him, like the like regular tournaments that Tom would throw, like dodgeball or something like that. And like his team would show up, like I would just like have it out for him every time. And like that one tournament where we came, where it was just like me, you, uh, Eli Hashimoto, and Kathy mm. and Reed were Smash Bros. Yep. And uh, he, we played against him, and he had like, I think like Alan Stott, he came over for this or something, and he played with Cody Stidham. And like, I mean, they just smacked us, but um, Troy. Like, I ducked for a ball, like, and Troy just nailed me, like, on the ground. And so, like, I got up, and I just, like, mag-dogged him, like, walking off the court. And, like, uh, I started talking crap to him, whatever. And so we started getting in each other's faces, whatever. And, like, one of his friends came over and, like, kind of pushed me a little bit. He was like, hey, man, back up. And I just ended up, like, muffing him, like, in the face. And, like, they all complained and tried to get a, a refund for the tournament because I did that. Yeah, man, they got all mad at me because they thought I did it. <laughs> I guess uh, they got us mixed up because they they're like, yeah, it was all that guy and pointed to me. And I was like, I 
don't do that kind of stuff. <laughs> You're the aggressor. You're the aggressor. Nah, never. <laughs> I'm always like, hey man, let's let's chill, let's chill, let's talk about this. Yeah, it's always me and Joseph that were just always talking crap and just always trying to start something. If like Joseph would do it, like I would jump in, and if I did it, Joseph <laughs> would jump in with me, and like we would always like cause a scene like every tournament, as bad as that sounds. So but, like, you know, we were young, <clears throat> full of testosterone. I was. Uh, I'm looking at a picture of you guys. Um, so you guys were Super Smash Brothers, dodgeball in 2010, red jerseys, black shorts. You guys actually matched. Pretty impressive. Because I don't know why that's such yep. a hard thing for some folks to do here. in or I was in Tucson at the time, so um, now I can kind of see looking at the at Kyle and Scott. You know, in the heat of the moment, um, you know, you're wearing a headband, so maybe that didn't help, but. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I can kind of see it. Like I, I would, you know, again, adrenaline's pumping. Like you, I could definitely mistake one of you for taking a shot at one of my teammates if I wasn't really paying attention. But that's um, and that was against adrenaline rush, huh? Yeah, that was our first time playing against them, and yeah, just for that qualifying tournament, and they wiped the floor with us. But I mean, we got enough to where we could go to what the NDL, and. uh you got there, and golly, we got smacked there too. I, my, if I didn't know any better, I, I would guess that we got last place. I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna pull up the standings. No, <laughs> yeah. remember the women's team? Like they almost well, beat us. Yeah, the I, was say, I thought that was, I thought that was the year before, and it was the only team that we that we actually beat. <sighs> no, because I remember playing against them when we barely we beat them. Okay, like we beat them by a game or something. Yeah, we were, we were pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> like, no strategy, like nothing. We're just slinging balls. Oh, man. Yeah, so the Ballbusters were an all-Arizona team, all-female. And um, Kirsten still plays. Um, Katie Sanchez, she was Katie Evans at the time. Uh, I mean, a complete monster still. So, I mean, it's not like you guys are going against an easy team anyway. But that's um, that's funny how... Oh, yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure. And definitely at the time, I mean, our, our skill level just, uh, yeah, we had yeah. a lot to grow, a lot of growing to do. Yeah. <laughs> Open gym style, just chuck it and run away. <laughs> yeah, yeah seriously. That doesn't fly anymore. Um, I, I make the argument where you could take the, you can take the best team from the NDL back in the day and put them against like maybe a, a mid tier level, maybe even towards the end. Um, elite based team and it, it'll just be a slaughter. Like, I feel like that's, that would hold. Um, I think there's a fair argument just in terms of like how much the game has changed since then. <clears throat> but, oh man, I gotta get off the side. I'm just looking at all these old teams and faces and, and whatnot. But I was saying earlier, it's kind of funny. He's like, you, you know, when I, I think I met you, Kyle, like officially um, started talking during Sin City, like maybe a year or two ago. And then I didn't go to Sin. I think the first time we actually met was, at round three, last or yeah, last year in in Vegas or Vegas, is it that or nationals? Yeah, because you remember I called an out on your buddy Nate, or no? Oh when yeah, you, no, guy. I was yelling at you because you weren't helping me shake the ball, and I was making a complete jerk of myself. Yeah, I remember that now. Whoops. <laughs> no, 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 no. Because like a ball hit one of your guys' teammates like on the hand. Like he was like fully sprawled out on the ground. 
and like I saw the ball hit his hand, but he didn't go out. And so I called him out, and then Nate, like he's like, "Did you call him out for for the hand?" I was like, "Yeah." He's like, "Man, f you and this and this and that." And I'm like, "What the heck?" And so like, I started getting mad. And I started talking crap, or whatever. And like everybody's telling me like, "No, you should throw a yellow card or red card or whatever." And I'm like, "No, nah, screw that. Ain't nobody gonna talk crap to me." But I don't know. I, <laughs> I think that was the first time I met you, and then we talked like probably like an hour after that. Yeah, that was it. I wasn't making, I'm making any apologies for that. I, I don't remember that at all. I remember Nate being very heated over nothing and me telling him, Hey, if he called you out, just, just let it go. Like, shut up. Like I'm starting. To... Yeah. But it wasn't even him. It was, it was another guy. I think it was like one of your newer guys that came from your league. Yeah. I mean, there's no excuse. Like I, yeah. I remember. I mean, he I... got really mad and I was like, yeah. what the, like chill dude. Yeah. I hope you're, I, I hope you're listening now. Nate, your ears are burning. That was not cool, man. <laughs> I, I, I talked to him a little bit. <laughs> Before. I mean, we apologize after, and yeah. it's all good. I don't have any beef with them, whatever. But it's just like, like someone's like talking crap, and like you start. That's like one of my big pet peeves. Like, if you're gonna say something to me, and you start walking away, like that just fires me up, and I just start walking towards you and start talking all this crap. It's like, like no, what'd you I say? haven't done that in so long because I feel like I've gotten older and like kind of tamed out. And like, if you ask people in like Seattle when I play here, like I don't think anybody's really seen me mad. So. So leave it like, to and I've been here for three years, but I know like back in Dallas, like I'm sure people know me as like some hothead. So I've, I've like definitely tamed up, but like at that moment I was, I was mad. So leave it to but, Nate Evans to bring that out. out of you. Good job, Nate. <laughs> but I, I, it's starting to, it's starting to sound familiar now. I remember him getting way, way more like it shocked me too. Like I, I've known the guy for a very long time, and um, I know he would get heated, but usually it was like at himself because of a dropped catch or, you know, the whole like let's go. But like, I remember he was mouthing off to the refs a lot, and I was like, dude, what the heck? And then I don't know if it was before, or after, like I was trying to get a ball, and like it was stuck behind the net, and you were doing what you're supposed to do, like not intervening at all. I was like, bro, can you help me out here? Like, oh, it's yeah. like struggling. <laughs> Like, I'm sorry, man. <laughs> as soon as I said that, I was like, oh, you jerk, dude. You know better. Like, what, what are you even doing? I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. And so I made it. That's when I think I made a, uh, a point to talk to you and apologize and be like, yeah, dude, I, I'm I'm so sorry. I'm, I'm embarrassed. <laughs> oh, man. Well, um, who would have thought that we probably crossed paths, you know, 10 years ago, 10 years oh, prior. Yeah. Long time ago. With the NDL. It was crazy, like, Lucas was there, and I didn't, you know, he played on, I talked to him about it, and he said he played on Seattle Rain or something, and like, I don't remember his wow. team. Port- Portland Rain, I think, uh, Portland Rain. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, they, uh, they're the ones that knocked out the Ballbusters afterwards, so it was, <laughs> I hated that team for a while, I was like, you jerks, like, you know, you took out an Arizona team, <laughs> and then, yeah, if you look, you see freaking Lucas there, just, just being there, and you're like, wow, that's so weird, because he doesn't really register in my memory until, you know, the elite started happening. Like I've always heard the name, but obviously he's made more of a name for himself now. So it's crazy when you go into the, the archives of, of the NDL and for all the, all the, all the like grief I give them, um, they still really did do a lot for the, the community. And it's, it's cool seeing some of these old faces and some of these older pictures and just, just thinking, man, we've, we've come so far, but, uh, does, um, so adrenaline rush, like they don't, they never play with you guys. Like you guys had like, cause I'm not really sure where they are geographically or, or with you guys in, in Dallas. So was there any other like competitive teams aside from them that you would run into just on the NDL braces or like, who did you, um, 
trying to ask a lot of questions at once. Let me, let me start over. So <laughs> adrenaline rush, how often would you see those guys? Was it just during like the NDL um, tournaments or? I, I feel like it was like probably just once or twice a year um, at that point uh, before, yeah, before we started playing elite and everything. Um, but yeah, it was, uh, it, it was pretty much, I think that first year that we went, it was only us two that went there, right? Or was there a third team? Do you remember? I don't think there's a third team because yeah, the, I think the only team that I remember it. And we did that qualifier round and it was just like a bunch of like no name teams. Like, I think there's like random teams that got put together and there's only like five people or five teams in the whole, that whole tournament. So all we had to do was just like place in the top two or top three. And then we were in. So I think it was just us and the rush that I can remember. Hmm. Yeah. That, that's all I could remember. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if it was if it was just us, uh, us two teams, but um, but yeah, my memory uh, is not so good. So, <laughs> and this was a. It sounds like I tried a, to piece it together. This sounds like a tour stop, right? In case people have no idea what we're talking about. Um, so NDL had these tour stops, which were supposed to be qualifiers, and if you won, you're guaranteed like entry into the DWC in Vegas, and so um, and Arizona had one. Sounds like you guys had one. I mean, there, there's a couple that actually did happen, uh, but they were a lot like that. Just show up, and that's half the battle. And then you might play against one competitive team. Arizona is a little bit more competitive because we'd get San Diego and L.A. coming down um, to, to play mm-hmm. the, the Phoenix guys and us coming up from Tucson. So, um, But, yeah, the tour stops were a pretty good idea on, on paper. Um, I feel like that's starting to get like this, this sense of you know um, regional-type dodgeball versus just one one tournament per year um when did you guys start getting into uh to elite and we can we can start with you kyle i think that it'll probably help if i actually address one of you at a time so pause my cheese i'm i'm bad at this so yeah kyle, when did you when did you start getting into a elite oh man i didn't really start elite because i was in the marines from 2008 till 2013 so i never played and i was stationed in yuma and like like hearing about like there's a league over in what tucson phoenix area whatever like i wish i would have known that back then because i never i didn't play dodgeball for like those like five years that i was there and uh except for the one round that i just drove up to vegas was like five hours for me for the ndl and that was the only time i played unless when i came back to dallas and i went on leave went back to dallas and played uh so i didn't play my first elite tournament until 2016 2017 and i played with rage and we were terrible too i mean we're like almost last but 27 no it's 2016 2017 yeah i'm gonna stick with 2017 that was the first one and when uh do you remember like what how that compare i mean if you're coming in from you know playing with ndl what did elite feel like if you can kind of remember that that feeling a couple years later? Uh, I know NDL, that was like kind of like a shock for me because like I saw like teams from like New Zealand or something or Australia and they came to have a whole camera crew following them <laughs> around. I'm like, what the heck? Like this is crazy. This is international. Like, you know, we just started playing this like out of high school or during high school and went to open gyms and stuff and see like a camera crew following around an international team being at the NDL. I'm like, dang, that's crazy. And so, uh, 
that was like my first look into it like holy crap this is like kind of serious um but then like after I got out of the Marines, I played in a whole bunch of leagues in Dallas, whatever, and just kind of jumped from, like, I think I, we played as Smash Bros. for a little bit. Uh, now's when, like, what? That was when it was me, Scott, uh, our buddy Joseph, Eli, Hashimoto. He was, like, well, like 12 or 13 say how... at the time. Yeah. Uh, Kathy, his mom, uh, Mikey would sometimes play, but I think he was, like, too busy with, like, baseball or something. So he only played a couple times. Yeah. And then uh, one of our other friends, Jacob, he would play. So we played as a Smash Bros. for a little bit. And then we just kind of disbanded for whatever reason. And uh, then I stopped playing again. Uh, just had kids and all that stuff. And uh, then I got back into it like 2016. Cause I would randomly show up throughout the years. I like random pickup games or something, right? but nothing consistent. And then I got back into it in 2016, uh, playing in the leagues all the time and then, uh, tournaments. And then I got into the elite in 2017 and I played with rage, like I previously said, and from elite to the NDL, like, or I guess the South round. Um, I mean, it felt like, uh, cause it was just all the teams that are from, typically from the Dallas area, like Outlaws, Outsiders, uh, Wrecking Balls, uh, a couple of, like, uh, I think Hitmen showed up, and I've seen them before at, like, our local tournaments that they had. Um, so, like, the only new teams that I was kind of saw that was kind of new to me were, like, the teams from uh, Louisiana, like uh, Category 5 or Dotstronics. Uh, Carbon was there in their Dallas team. Carbon or was the other Spitfire? Uh, so like that whole tournament was just like, Hey, this is like, I know all these people. So it was like, kind of like a friend thing, you know, and we played against them. So we all know, knew how we played against each other. So I guess it wasn't like eye opening for me until I went to the West, uh, last year. Cause I didn't go to nationals that year just cause I joined the army and I was just busy, you know, PCSing from Texas to Washington and stuff like that. So, um, when I played in the West, that was like, eye-opening for me again just because like seeing playing from the south to the west so many different teams people i've never seen but i've always heard of like doom i was like man where's doom at i, I didn't know they had disbanded cause i've been out of the loop for so long uh so i saw like vince march so i was like oh man it's good to actually see him in person you know um <clears throat> so the west was a lot more eye-opening than it was for the south just because there's a lot more teams and People I didn't know, I guess. Gotcha. I was kind of laughing earlier because when you mentioned the the Australian team that was being followed around with a with a camera crew, they just got wrecked the entire weekend. Um, they had <laughs> no idea what they were getting themselves in for, and um, I, I want to say I remember that as well. <laughs> yeah, they were just completely getting destroyed, and um, I think um, I know Ed Prentice asked the Ballbusters to take it easy on them. Like, cause they had the, the ballbusters had just destroyed the, uh, the New Zealand folks and they, they had done this like really cool, like Hakka or Hakka. I'm not sure how you pronounce it, but, um, it looks so awesome until the girls destroyed them. And it was just like, just, I mean, that, that just set the tone <laughs> for every poor foreign team that came down because they just had no idea what was in store for them. And I remember 
distinctly. Um, so I was dating one of the players at the time. She said, yeah, Ed Prentice asked us to take it easy on, on the Aussies. I was like, are you guys going to? And she's like, heck no, of course not. I was like, excellent. <laughs> just, just the setup, like, oh, that's gotta be so embarrassing to just bring out a film crew and, and think you're going to, I don't know what they're thinking, but um, yeah, you just can't do that. If You can't even do that nowadays, I mean, especially back then. That's a lot of time and money and effort put into just going somewhere to get destroyed all weekend. Yep. Yeah, it was, it was great. We definitely, <laughs> pr- proud day for America there. Just <laughs> get out of here. <laughs> but uh how about you scott so um I'm, I'm i'm gonna maybe assume a similar story but like if you can kind of walk us through like you know transition from ndl to to elite and, and we're about to you are now yeah so uh we played like starting in 2007 i would say we first did our competitive stuff in 08 or 09 and um yeah, we weren't very good. I, I stopped playing pretty much in 2010 while I was in college. Um, I just kind of fell off. I, I ended up getting a job and couldn't come back for uh, for weekends anymore. Um, so stuff like that that, that just kind of contributed me. Uh, I went to I went to school in a really small town in Deep East Texas. So uh, obviously there's no dodgeball scene there. So. Um, so I didn't play again until I graduated and moved back in, uh, that would be 20, 2014. Yeah. So I picked it up then, uh, played with a couple of teams, uh, bounced around a little bit in, in Dallas, some of the, the smaller, you know, just regional teams, teams that didn't compete outside of Dallas, you know? Um, and then, uh, I think it was Tom asked me to play for kill shot. Um, and that was like the team that, uh, they, they just kind of ran the Dallas league. Um, and it was, it was kind of by, by design. So they just, uh, picked up all the, all the best players and just kept running through everybody. So, hmm. um, yeah, so did that. And I think, I think I played with kill shot for, uh, a round of elite maybe in 2015, or was it 2016? And I think that was my first, my first shot, uh, my first time doing elite. Um, and it was the first time I had played with rubber, like 8.5. And I mean, since probably like 2010 or something. So, uh, yeah, it was, it was a wake up call. Um, I'm a, I'm a pretty good catcher. So that, uh, that translated well, but man, my, my throwing strength just, uh, I was like, here, you take the ball, <laughs> you <laughs> no. know, just giving it away. Um, and then, uh, outsiders came shortly after that and I've played with them for, uh, the last few years. And then, um, actually I was a little dodgy earlier, uh, about a question because I didn't want to, I don't want to give anything away without, uh, checking with, uh, Alfred Kwan first, cause he, he's kind of, uh, leading the charge but uh he just recently moved to denver um and he and i've been talking about trying to get uh and kyle actually trying to get uh some of the local talent from colorado and uh putting a team together here nice um and kyle is actually going to be a part of that too awesome and you you did get clarification or, or clearance from from alfred before saying this yeah yeah okay. i texted him i was like hey you know it came up uh i don't want to say anything without uh <laughs> without checking with him first so i appreciate that because um, I, I don't want to get on his bad side he's a cool dude so i doubt it would be a big deal but you know like to be 
especially with some of these movies because we had uh, talked about like the Rise Bros and uh, some people are just very like you cannot say anything. I am Tim. Tim Fullerton, you will not divulge my plans. Um, just like had to sign like an NDA with some of these guys. It feels like, but uh, <laughs> I was yeah. Ask well, you. I mean, yeah, this is for sure going to be a work in progress sort of thing because we want because there there's some good talent up in Denver. We played a few times. Um, well, he he's played up there uh, more than I have. Uh, it's about like a, a hour and fifteen minute drive for me. Um, so I'll, I'll go when I can. Um, but I, I just can't do it regularly, right. but there's some good talent in Denver and there are a couple of, uh, rec teams here in Colorado Springs. Um, one of them has, has some really good talent and, uh, and there, there's even a guy there that, I mean, he could have, he could have top 10 arm strength, you know, in, in the U S I mean, he just, he, uh, he throws the eight, um, the 8.25, the foams. Oh man, he throws them through me, you know? Hmm. And that's from, uh, yeah, from, uh, uh, sorry, uh, center court for basketball just absolutely whips them. So yeah, we've, we've got some talent here that we, that we think would be good if we could get them to, to, um, you know, travel and play, play elsewhere. So, and then, uh, I think, yeah, as, as it goes, we're going to try and fill in with some, with some veteran talent too you know, who, whoever we can, uh, get in. There are some names thrown around. I definitely won't bring up those. Um, so I don't want to put, put anyone in that position, but yeah, for sure. Well, hopefully we get to hear more about it. Um, once dodgeball actually does happen. And I was actually going to ask you like, what's, what's the dodgeball scene in Colorado like, and have you linked up with, uh, Alfred and, and Jenny sounds like obviously yes. And so, um, that's cool. Like just, just kind of trying to think of like new faces and new talents and, you know, new names, like who are we going to be talking about a year or two from now? Um, and opening up hopefully like a whole new region of players. So that's awesome, man. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's a guy, uh, Dakota, um, there that I, th- I think his name's Dakota. Um, uh, but I mean, he just, especially, I, I don't think I've seen him throw, uh, an 8.5 cause they play, uh, exclusively with no sting, but I mean, he, he is killer with no sting. Nice. He can just absolutely whip them. So, I mean, yeah, there, there's some people that, that I'm excited about and, um, hopefully we can, we can get some people out, out to play. So very cool. Just opening up more States, you know, one year at a time. Um, yeah. Cause you know, Colorado is kind of a, um, yeah. Dodgeball black hole. There's, there's not a lot going on here. Well, actually there's, there's more than I thought there was, um, which is good. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's that, um, I remember this being being kind of an issue in Dallas too. It's just getting getting people that want to make the jump to traveling and playing competitively, you know. Right. And I, I figure once they they see what else is out there, it's like, oh, holy crap, this is awesome. And then that's all it takes is just take that leap, and then um, you know, the, then they'll come back and recruit more people, and next thing you know, you've got a a region. So, yeah, hopefully we get to see more of that. Um, <clears throat> wanted to ask and. We'll, we'll do the rounds. So, uh, starting with you, Kyle. So, I mean, you guys have had some pretty interesting timelines, um, starting with the NDL and, and kind of disappearing from the scene only to come back and, and, you know, be as, as I don't want to say relevant, but, but as engaged as, as we could, um, again, assuming we had 2020 season, we'd be playing dodgeball. So what, um, 
with you, Kyle, what, what has kept you going? Like what, why, what, what is it about dodgeball that's kept you playing after all this time and through all those, like those like exits that you had? Uh, well, I went through a divorce, right. And my ex-wife and I got two kids with her, they're in Dallas. So now that I'm in Seattle, like yeah. I don't have, like I, I got remarried. I got a stepson now. Uh, but my wife doesn't mind me driving 50 minutes to Seattle because I, I live on the outskirts. I live in like closer to Tacoma. Right. I got to drive 50 minutes to go out to go play dodgeball league. So I've limited myself to play twice a week. Um, but I guess the Seattle dodgeball scene, like for me, when I first like played like an open gym just to see, like kind of scout and, you know, get my feet wet in it. Um, everybody was just like super super welcoming and uh like i met lucas there uh the first person i met there was this guy named keenan he was super nice super cool um they just started introducing me to like all these other people and uh they had this uh competitive league like they have a, a rec league and then they have a competitive league and like uh i tried to do the competitive league and i signed up paid for it and they're like hold up, have you played dodgeball? And I was like, yeah, I just, I just did elite in the South. Like we just got done with it. And he's like, Oh, okay. Cause you normally you have to play in the rec league first and then you can go up to the, to the competitive league. And so like, I guess I was like one of the first ones to go into the competitive league without playing in the rec league. Nice. And so when I got in there and that's when I started meeting all these different people and stuff like that. And everybody's just like super friendly and, you know, um, super welcoming uh a lot a lot of talent in uh seattle than there is in dallas but i guess you could like counter that with there's probably a lot more people in seattle that play dodgeball than there is in dallas so um just playing in those leagues and uh competing against uh, different people new people um that's kind of kept me going and, like maybe love it again i guess to where I wanted to keep playing and it's got to the point where I kind of like bug like some of my friends up here, like uh, Carlos Mateo and Ruan Chapel and Lucas, like, Hey, you're going to play, you're going to play this Saturday. Hey, we're going to do some pickup. Uh, so I'm pretty sure they're trying to be asking whatever. Cause you know, I got to plan ahead to drive up there cause I don't want to drive up there and not play, you know, and waste my time driving right. up there. But uh, yeah, just like, Lately with, you know, COVID, you know, we've kind of been restricted to playing like three on three. And so whenever Lucas like messages me, hey, we need a need a guy to play. I'm like, hey, I'm in. Let's go. And so we'll just, I'll just go out there and we'll play for four or five hours straight just playing. That's so. awesome. That's cool. Yeah, that's – um. I was going to ask, have you ever played any of the, uh, the Seattle Classics? I played in one, my first and the only time that they felt it since I've been here. Which, um, which was that? But I played it on a team called uh, Z Fighters, and it was kind of, kind of like a, a hybrid, like Misfits team, because that was our first year playing. Right. And so we just kind of rebranded it and said it was Z Fighters, and we picked up like two or three different people. And uh, that was probably my favorite tournament, just because it was 8.5, and 8.5 was my favorite ball. But now, like everything's kind of shifting to the seven-inch balls, so uh, been playing a lot of seven-inch lately. What uh, what year was that? That classic? Uh, twenty twenty 
2019. Okay, so fairly recent. Yeah. Like last year. That's obviously yeah, last year. That, that yeah. is the definition of recent. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I uh, I played in 2013 um, with the uh, Beaver Damnation folks. Um, that was a blast. I had no idea what I was getting into. Um, I thought I was it was gonna be like one team just murdering people all day long, and thankfully that was not the case. So I always meant uh, to go back and and try and try that again because it was. I mean, you had the DJs. Um, I never made it out to the beer garden because I probably just wasn't a good idea trying to play dodgeball with 8.5, but um, it. I always had a good taste in my mouth with Seattle, and so um, kind of bummed I missed on the crush. But you know, if that's still going at some point, I'd like to visit out there and and play and, and be involved again because it's it's a blast. Um, what about uh, what about you, Scott? So same question. I mean, same similar. You know, a little bit of in and out of the dodgeball scene. But what's what's kept you um, playing after all this time? I <clears throat> first, I just. I really enjoy playing dodgeball. I mean, I've, I've played, I played pretty much every sport throughout my life. And I don't know, there's just something about dodgeball that, um, that I really, really enjoy. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think it's, it's just the head to head competitive nature. Um, and, and aside from that, just the people that play it, um, man, and I, I've made so many friends, um, playing dodgeball. I mean, yeah, not, not just in Dallas, but, you know, ever since I started playing elite um, across the country. So I think that that's definitely what keeps me coming back. Um, even as I'm getting older and and uh, less good, I'm like, well, you know, I still want to want to play and, you know, contribute and um, see these people. And, you know, um, I think it's just the whole the whole atmosphere, you know, um, it's just uh yeah, yeah, that's basically it. That's funny because I had a feeling one of you was going to say the community, and the other one was going to say something about the competitive aspect. I should have called that before, but um, those two elements. <laughs> I mean, what else do you need? I mean, it's uh, it's tough to walk away from. I mean, I'd, I'd be hard pressed to to walk away and try to figure out how old is too old. Um, good news, um, I'm announcing now I will be doing a silver sneakers league with me and Edgar Fox. Um, you know, so when we're pushing <laughs> 45, 50, we'll have a place to go. So <laughs> nice. I, I can't, I can't see this ending anytime soon. So, um, I do, uh, want to get into some of the crossword questions cause I imagine some of them pretty, pretty zany, but, um, you kind of made a good point with the 8.5 being your favorite, Kyle. Um, what, um, how would you rank them? So let's say 8.5, no sting. And I mean, seven inch foam and because cloth is stupid, 8.2 five foam so how would you how would you rank them um if you were to ask me this like a couple years back i would have said 8.5 is number one uh but now i would say seven inches number one right now followed closely by 8.5 um just because it's predominantly seven inch up here we don't really play 8.5 all that much anymore right but um now that i'm playing seven inch like I don't really want to go back to 8.5 just because like I have like a completely different throwing motion with the two different balls just because it's heavier. And so um, I kind of learned my lesson with that because like I played seven inch for a while and then I subbed in a rec league and they played with the 8.25 foam balls. And like I tried to whip one, like one of my first throws and like I threw my shoulder out yeah. and that was before the, uh, 
the crush tournament. I was like a good like three weeks before the crush tournament, and I just kind of threw my shoulder out, and I was like, man, I'm never playing ball again. So, um, number one, seven inch, two, eight point five, uh, hmm, three, no sting. Uh, haven't played cloth yet, so can't really rank that. So I'll just leave that one for last. And then uh, eight point two five, foam. Gotcha. Yeah, I mean, if you had that kind of experience with eight point two five, I would. I'd forgive you for saying cloth. It's just, I hate that ball. I hate everything it represents. Uh, what about you, Scott? How would you rank, uh, how would you rank yours? Oh, well, first the stinger, uh, uh, you know, obviously oh, the, um, the God ball. So, um, no, <laughs> no, I hated that ball actually. Um, uh, I would say I enjoy playing 8.5 the most. Um, but it is definitely not my my strongest ball. I would say I'm much stronger in uh, in no sting and, and foam. But so fun, I would go I would go yeah 8.5 uh, foam and then no sting. And I have never played with cloth either, so I I, I got to leave it out. So, um, but uh, my ability it would be foam no sting and then 8.5. I just I I think I've got the uh, the small hands so. Not, not much I can do there. I don't think it's about hand hand size. I think it's it's grip and just knowing what you're. I got bad grip then. So. Okay, well I I try to I try to help you. Out. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Whatever, whatever it is, I just I don't I don't have this <laughs> I don't have the same power with eight point five that I do in no sting and uh and um uh foam. So yeah. So but, but yeah, actually I I am kind of curious. You know what. Um, as somebody who's been been around dodgeball for as long as you have, I mean, what is it that that makes that makes that so? You know, where somebody can't throw an eight point five versus versus the other balls? Because I know I've seen it a lot in dodgeball family too. Um, I mean, I'm not gonna say I've got small hands, but I don't have massive hands either. I just mm-hmm. ravage. That's how I use it, right? So I don't know why I did that. That was dumb, but. <laughs> <laughs> I, so I don't, I don't know if you guys might remember um, my friend Mason Shank. He played on Team Evil, big, big blonde, monstrous dude. He was actually part of Headhunters uh, last year. Um, yes, big yeah, I remember him. Brood of a dude. So that guy can can sling some eight point fives, but his hands are smaller than mine. Like I, I, I think I'm just a little bit bigger than his, and oh, so wow. um, I, I would have to gauge uh, Mike McGee's, for example. But I know he gets a lot of his power from his forearms because he bakes cookies and rolls dough for hours on end. And you combine that with uh, footwork and technique, um, you can you can chuck those things. So I don't think if you just say, oh, I don't have big hands, that's that's the, the only piece. It definitely helps. I mean, I can't imagine how much that benefits uh, Ketchum, but I've seen his power increase with the amount of workouts that he does and working on his <clears> techniques. So <clears throat> I think... Um, yeah, I kind of, I kind of checked that argument out, but um, I, th- I also think. Jeez, I, I've been using this as a cop out this whole time. Yeah, I'm sorry to do that to you. But, uh... <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's it's good that I realized it before too late. So. Yeah, and I, I could be, I could be horribly wrong. I'm not trying to say I throw hard by any means, but I mean, I do have a, a decent throw with 8.5 or or used to. It's been a very long time, um, but I've never let that get in the way, and I could always grip them fair enough, and was uh you know, competitive. So, but, um, 
but going to that, so I think that's why I hate cloth so much because it's not even that. It's like you you have big hands or you don't, and you, like everybody else, I want to say like ninety five percent of all the players will have to cup this thing, and it just takes away from the like the velocity and and all the stuff that we would argue makes dodgeball so great as a spectator sport because you can you can still you know throw heat with a seven point you know with the, with the seven inch foam. You can absolutely, you know, get those nice hits with an 8.5 and even with no sting, but this cloth thing is just like, like, what do we, it's, it's almost like a cross between like volleyball and like, I might've hit the guy. I don't know. Like I'm, I'm, I'm trying to shovel past this thing now. It's just, it, it's so <laughs> like the new throw for a cloth is going to have to be like, you tug it into your forearm and do like a spinning throw. Yeah. And you, you would even see that during the WDA um, highlights or, or games uh, yeah, last year when, when it aired on ESPN. It's like, you know that they're, they're not throwing a ball that they gripped. Um, again, I'm sure there's a few exceptions and there's some, some ways you can manipulate it where if you hold, like, you know, if you press a nipple against your thumb and you squeeze it at a certain angle, you can you can kind of get by with it. But the, the texture is just so frustratingly slippery. It, it's just It's just such a complete handicap. And I feel like it really just takes away from I'm going to sound like an old man here, but the essence of dodgeball is just, it's just, you're shoveling a ball at each other now versus trying to hit somebody with, you know, with emphasis, I guess. Um, and I play with that thing too. And like, I know that, I mean, I can go into the weeds about where this thing came from, but, um, you know, it, it was there to, you know, appease everyone and, and not hurt anybody. And, um, I mean, that's a whole rabbit hole we can go down, um, maybe some other time, but it's just like, stop making this such a, like, uh, like if you're trying to compete at the highest level possible, stop making it accessible to everyone just because someone has a hard time throwing a certain ball, like get better. And yeah, I'm just going to leave it oh, at that. Like with, like with cloth, right? <laughs> if you can, sure. That's, that's a fair argument. Um, and there, <laughs> there will be people that will practice cloth and, and get better at it, but just yeah, like yeah. the concept of throwing, I feel is just lost with it. And so man, that was a good one. You got me. Just knock me off my high horse real fast. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's okay. You'll cut it out anyways. So no, nobody, will, nobody will know. If I'm keeping the part right, like mouth off to Kyle for being a terrible sportsman, uh, I'm definitely keeping this whole thing. Yeah, that just <laughs> you earned it. So. I'm glad to hear that. Glad to hear that. Yeah. No, I only edit uh, bad words. Everything else usually stays. That's, that's fine journalism. I, I try to be. Uh, I mean, I'm very proud of that clean label, but I'm also proud of the journalistic integrity of the show. So. Um, as long You're as the not, man of people. I try. Um, that's perfect segue. So speaking of the people, let's get into some of these freaking <laughs> questions because uh, this will probably be another thirty minutes. Um, actually, how are you guys doing on time? Before we go into this, I'm good. Yeah, I'm good too. All right, cool. So we'll just roll right into the um, first question from Markel. Usually, the staple question is Scott. Should I get an outside jerseys of yours also? Uh, absolutely. Although I'm not sure if they're still sold. <laughs> I think that's going to make him want it more. Yeah. Uh, well, I've got like three of them. I'll, I'm giving away. So you can have one of those if you can't, if you can't get one, I guess I'll, uh, I'll start a black market for it. Nice. <laughs> Just do some counterfeit <laughs> knockoff outside of jerseys. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Spell your name wrong. It's Branson. <laughs> oh man um 
I have no idea what this is, so either one of you can take this one. Eli, Penny Loafer's do-over. That's that's me. Um, man, what tournament was that? I forget. No, I think that was the NDI. It was what? I think it was the NDI. NDI. The National Dodgeball Invitational. Some this past February. Uh, no, I think it was last year. I remember it was in, it was in Los Angeles. Um, and my flight was getting in that morning. Uh, and the, <laughs> the airline lost my, <laughs> lost my luggage. Um, so I went to, <laughs> I went to target like on the way to the tournament was going to be late and everything and picked up like a pair of basketball shorts and, um, some other thing i think a shirt to play in i was uh i was dressed for a plane not not necessarily for a dodgeball match um so uh i had some uh some driving loafers on and that's what i played in for probably the first half of the tournament fantastic and honestly uh, i think it helped help my throw power i think it gave me a a plus two throw power so so that was my whole argument about throwing just out the window because we can make this happen with penny loafers then <laughs> well everybody knows if you have the right accessories i mean like uh just like a, a sleeve a compression sleeve you know that's got a match that adds throw power yeah yeah, yeah. So. look good play good <laughs> i mean what, what ultimate compliment are penny loafers in the dodgeball game you know? i thought they looked pretty nice i got a few compliments on them oh yeah um and yeah, uh, also I got to, I got to shout out to, to my fiance because she, she actually went back to the airport after dropping me off to pick up my luggage and then drove all the way back, uh, in LA. Um, and yeah, I ended up getting, getting those shoes, uh, probably for like the last half or the last third of the, the tournament. So she's great. I'll, I'll, what a saint, man. I would, I would avoid airports at all costs. So that was good of her. Yes. Yeah. Yikes. <laughs> yeah, penny loafer is uh way to uh adapt and overcome there. That's you do what you must. Um I will say I, I wear those pretty much every day for anything. Um I climbed around Pikes Peak in them because that's just what I had on. So uh, I did retire them after after that game. So and then I went out and bought the same exact pair. So <laughs> So will we see a, a Penny Loafers do-over, or was that just a one-time thing? Hey, we we might. You never know. If I lose my luggage again, they may <laughs> they may have to they may have to come out of retirement. Well, there you go, Eli. If, uh, <laughs> if the forces that be want it, then it'll happen. Um, Gage Young says uh, recon versus outsiders foam. I'll let Kyle answer that one. What do you think? <laughs> You're the one that's played on both teams, but <laughs> I mean, for me looking at it, I would think that Outsiders win just because they've been playing together for so long. Um, but I think it would be pretty close, though. <laughs> no, I, I would have to say Outsiders. I mean, they just, they're good. I mean, Eli, Mikey, Vaughn, um, Kim, Jake, seriously, I mean, they all have cannons. They can all catch. Yeah, and they're yeah, versatile with not the ball. On the team. Yeah, yeah. So recon for sure. 
lost that plus two throw power. Yeah, they did. Yep. Well, now they're all going to get penny loafers, so they're going <laughs> to announce plus 12. So. Oh, it's, man, that, so we kind of talked about how like Recon's the, like the fun outside elite competitive tournament team. I wonder if we'll ever see something like that then. Because that'd be fun to watch, just kind of replaying the, uh, the lineups now in my mind. Um, I guess we'll see Gage. It would be fun. Yeah, I mean, Recon, definitely. Gage, man, I, I didn't know uh, much about Gage before I started playing with him. But, man, he is terrible. He's real good. Poor, yeah, person. <laughs> yeah. yeah I've, I don't think I've ever seen him get anyone out, actually, now that I think about it. He just jumps really high, then lands, and then gets hit, and that's about it. So, yeah, so predictable. Yeah. <laughs> He's going to do like a backflip and you know, take away three, three months of his life. Whatever. <laughs> nothing spectacular, nothing exciting. Very boring to watch. <laughs> uh, man, Sergio, he snuck this one on me. So very clever. Um, he said to both of them, and then you had to like scroll down to get the actual question. So, all right, you got me, Sergio. Kyle, who hurt you? Uh, Scott, because he moved away. Ouch. <laughs> hey, uh, well, uh, just for the record, you're supposed to um, get onto the base here in Colorado Springs. And, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but that never happened. So, uh, yeah, actually, Kyle hurt me too. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> um, interesting question from Sergio again. <clears throat> Um, to both of you guys, what uh, what was your favorite catch of the season? I think he's assuming you guys saw both the DeAndre Hopkins catch in double coverage and the CeeDee Lamb, uh, probably the best catch ever catch from this past Sunday. Did you, either of you guys see those? And do you guys have any yeah, comments? Yeah, I saw both of them. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm going to go with the CeeDee Lamb one because I feel like the, you know, You've seen the Don, DeAndre Hopkins catch. Like, Calvin Johnson did it all the time, you know. Yeah. You've never seen somebody, like, like curve their body in a way to, to catch the dang ball. So, I'm going to go with the C.D. Lamb one, for sure. And plus, you know, go Cowboys. Yeah, thank you. I was I was going to ask. I was like, dare I ask? Are you guys Cowboys fans, Scott? You're, you're in good company. Thank God. Man, we should have <laughs> just been talking about that this whole time. Forget dodgeball. Yeah, seriously. You know what times I get... <laughs> Just made fun of constantly every Sunday, just every freaking day. Just... Bring back the Nucci, right? No. <laughs> no oh my God. No. What was that? Don't bring the Nucci back. Please don't. If anybody brings someone back from the booth. I don't know what it is. I just saw that guy in his mustache. Like, he's terrible. Like, no, don't even. Just, just call the game. Like, what is happening right now? Um. Oh, my God. That was... Yeah, I just remember seeing, like, they already made shirts, like, before he played, like, the day before, and it was just a picture of him, and it said the nooch on the bottom. I'm like, really? Oh, no. <laughs> I was like, I don't think I'm ever going to get that shirt. Sorry. I saw him. the quickest uh, retail to to clearance rack, <laughs> probably, yeah. in the see history that of sports. I'm going to go hit up uh, Ross, and I'll, I'll find me some shirts, and... <laughs> Yeah, that was uh I, I saw somebody made a gif of him throwing like his weird sidearm off balance, horrible throw. But then they did oh, Uncle, yeah. they did Uncle Rigo at this doing the same thing, like throwing sandwich meat, I think, at that Napoleon dynamite. <laughs> <laughs> that was the best thing I'd ever seen. Oh. oh man, that was yeah, but it's been a rough year just all around. Um but last yesterday was awesome to watch and 
seeing uh, CeeDee Lamb make that catch and seeing Dalton actually be able to perform with a competent O-line. Um, I mean, I'm going to... I think it's because they moved Zach Martin out to tackle, so he wasn't going to get blindside sacked. That's what bottom more time, you think? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Because, I mean, they had Terrence Steele on the right tackle, and that guy was just terrible. To like, say hey, here's here's my QB. Just just have Adam. Just yeah, pretty you know, much. Don't mark my jersey. Well, I was curious. Uh, the other guy. Um, we won't spend too long, obviously, on the Cowboys, but I'm I'm not used to this. Um, oh, man, what's his <laughs> name? Uh, Gilbert. Um, oh yeah, Garrett Gilbert. Yeah, thank you. I I thought he looked pretty good. Um, two weeks ago, I was I was kind of yeah, shocked no, to see Dalton in there. Surprise. Yeah. I have hope. Um. I don't know where I find this from, but I still managed to pull hope out of nowhere. And because uh, we're all tied with three wins, <laughs> maybe that's, that's what, what it is, and from. that's definitely not something to be proud of by any means. Um, like, cool, we won <laughs> the East. We're all collectively terrible, but you know the rules say one of us has to make it. So, yeah. Well, uh, hopefully we'll have a good Thanksgiving. But um, I feel like we're gonna have a Eagles comment coming up soon anyway. So we'll move off the Cowboys. Um, Oh, oh, Jesus, Sergio. Okay, so for you, Kyle, first. Well, the question is, what is your favorite thing uh, on and off the court about each other from Kyle to Scott and Scott to Kyle? So you first, Kyle. Well, let's see. I guess on the court, like, Scott's never been, like, a, a selfish player. Like, I've never seen that from him, like, ever. Like, you know, some people when you play with, like, hey, give me the ball, give me the ball, I need the ball. Like, he has never been like that, and he's always, like, been so adaptable to, like, whatever scheme a, a team wants to run or – because, I mean, he can do it all. So um, that's probably my favorite thing with him on the court and then off the court. I mean, he's just as goofy as I am because, I mean, we grew up, <laughs> like, down the street from each other. We've known each other since we were, like, three or four. And, uh you know, every time, you know, I don't get to see him all that much because he lives in Colorado. I'm up here in Washington. And uh, when I move back to Dallas, I'm, you know, still away from him. But when we get together, man, it's just laughs all day long. Yeah, I don't think either of you guys have laughed once this entire hour and a half. So I don't don't buy it. (laughs) Man, we don't stop laughing. Oh, my God. We reminisce about, like, all the stupid things we did as kids and teenagers. And God, I mean, we got toys uh, for days, dude. There is no shortage of them for sure. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I was a little not taken aback. I was just like a little um, caught me off guard when when Kyle asked to bring Scott on too. I was like, but why though? Like that just seemed like such a random thing for me. Ouch. I, yeah. Well. Ouch. Wow. Population, you, bro. Yeah. No, they came out, they came out horribly wrong. I'm <laughs> no, sorry. I'm just give the hard time. I'm giving you hard time. <laughs> yeah, I was just like, I, I guess. I mean, are they? They must be friends. I'm assuming they're friends, and then obviously now it makes perfect sense. So, yeah, I mean, we had the same dodgeball upbringing. Like we played on baseball teams together. Uh, yep. We were in band together. Like give each other rides at school all the time. I mean, we literally lived like, like probably like eight houses down from each other. So, nice. you know, if I was outside, he was outside, and vice versa. If we'd be inside playing video games or whatever. So, since we we're like four, so long time. Yeah. So now I have to ask, what instruments did you guys play? I played the trumpet. In- instruments? So you're in band together, right? What do you... Oh, yeah. 
Did you say that, Kyle? <laughs> did I did I fall asleep or something? I didn't I didn't hear you say that. Anyways, um, yeah, I played clarinet. Nice. Uh, and actually, I was I was uh, very good too. Um, yeah, almost made <laughs> almost made state my uh, my junior year, and then of course I I failed uh, English my senior year, so I didn't oh, get to man, I, didn't, I didn't get to compete. So compete in like marching band or like concerts or both. Yes, yeah, and anything. I think it was uh, UIL. I forget what it stands for, but anything UIL I wasn't allowed to uh, to compete in. And unfortunately, that was the same uh, it was the same semester that I think all area was going on. So there's region, area, and then state. And I think region I made like third or fourth chair. I don't remember. But anyways, I, I was I was actually really good. I ended up getting a scholarship. Uh, what a nerd. For it. Yeah, dude. Hey, <laughs> we wouldn't be talking about this if you didn't say it, Kyle. I I. I so the inner band nerd in me just had it. I, I bit as soon as I heard it, I was like, wait a minute, I heard band. Now I must know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Kyle was good too, but he uh, did not take it seriously at all. At all. And I failed a whole bunch of classes too, just because I started like skipping school, like my junior year. Like I skipped school so much that I had to retake three classes my senior year because, not because I failed them, just because I was truant. And so my senior year was supposed to be like your easy year, you know, you just kind of blow off classes here and there. And I was taking two English classes, two uh, math classes, uh, two history classes. It was the worst. Man, I tried to be a good role model for him, but I just yeah, no, you <laughs> failed just <laughs> much as much Yeah, I was going to say a typical uh, trumpet player. Just always, always the worst. Right. Yep. <clears throat> Did you play an instrument? Woodwind Life. Yeah, I played uh, played an alto sax, and then tenor. And then for some crazy reason, uh, my instructor was like, hey, if you want to be in jazz band, I didn't, you should play the trombone. I'm like, okay, I'll switch clefs and can play a completely different you know instrument, go from reed to brass. Oh, from and, a reed to yeah, brass. Yeah, I was like, what the heck am I doing here? And then um, some, somehow I made it. Um, wouldn't recommend <laughs> that, but yeah, I, I, had, I dabbled in some music back in the day. And say saxophone, it, it all makes sense now. Probably in a, in a weird way, uh, <laughs> just like trumpet made sense. Um, <laughs> going back to the question, it though, really does. Anyways, yeah, yeah, I can't even see it now. But uh, so going back to the question for Scott, <laughs> what is it about Kyle that you love on and off the court? Oh, uh, probably his eyes. No, oh, um, <laughs> on the court. <laughs> no. Uh, Man, I, <laughs> uh, I like how competitive he is because that's uh i mean i'm competitive but not not outwardly most of the time sometimes it comes out uh, in pretty bad ways but um but yeah kyle's just uh so competitive man um just uh never gives up always wanted to fight um <laughs> <laughs> fight fight to win you know oh, to like yeah, yeah, to keep yeah, yeah. To keep winning you know um just absolutely raging out there um by throwing the dodgeball so hard um <laughs> no i mean Kyle, yeah because uh um from his rage days man he's made some uh some pretty big improvements uh i've heard he's uh i heard he's a catcher now too so i haven't seen that uh that too much but we'll see it uh next season hopefully nice Thanks for not killing Nate Evans. Um, 
just picturing now you, you would have killed that guy and I'd be like, this is, <laughs> I don't know what to do right now. So I'm glad <laughs> you're not there. We kind of separated us. I mean, we were good, yeah. but yeah. I'm glad you uh, <clears throat> held on to that rage. Um, <laughs> all right, back to the Cowboys. So Markel trying to stir the pot. So Scott, are the Eagles better than the Cowboys? Lol. Um, we're just going to collectively say, collectively say no, especially since we're all tied now. Thanks, Sergio. Um, <laughs> however, he, 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 so he goes, this is my problem with other people. So he says the whole division is trash, and then they're talking about the Pats losing and not being as great without Brady. And then I just realized the Jaguars are one in whatever. Like, they got stomped on by the Steelers, but no one's talking about them. Like, I just feel like you either love the Cowboys or you love to talk crap about them, and most other teams are just, like, irrelevant, so... I think the the easiest team to root for is against the Cowboys. Yes. Like in, in all of the NFL, you know, uh, it doesn't matter which team you like, as long as you, uh, what's his name? Stephen A. Smith is this oh. exact person. Oh God. Um, God he hate just hates that. the Cowboys. He doesn't, he doesn't like any team. He just hates the Cowboys and people, people actually love that. So that's why he's so popular, even though he's incredibly uh, annoying and, um, I don't know. He's just he's just a loud mouth. I think you know. I, I have to watch Anyways. his segments though. Like when he's doing his laughter and his cigar and how about them cowboys? Like I have to watch it. I feel like it's part of the experience of being a Cowboys fan. Just like yes, I will take my my beatings now. <laughs> it's just it's just part of it now. And um, yeah, I will it's say just like that page on NFL memes, whatever, always ragging on the Cowboys. Yeah. Every chance. They can just checking you to see if you're still the boys. Don't the teams as much, but just the Cowboys. You can go back and look at the page. It'll be like 30 memes. Yep. Did you? It's, uh, it's because we're America's team, and everybody wants that title, but we hold it. So we're not yeah, yeah. doing a good job holding it, but I hope we continue to hold it. But the um, they hate us because they ain't us. That's a good way to say it. That, that's essentially what it is. <laughs> and um, did you guys see the one meme where it's like it's the usual? Just checking to see if if you still them boys. But it's it's yeah. got everybody and it's no. got like the the bye week. Like, did you see that part? Yeah. Yes, yeah, lost to the bye week. <laughs> oh, I was man. like, oh man, it's... no. How's wins going for you, Markel? That guy's pretty trash right now. I got quiet, expecting him to answer. I don't know why I did that. Um, <laughs> yeah, I was like, yes, uh, Markel, Markel, you want to chime in? Defend yourself. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's what I thought. No, unfortunately, I, I owe that guy, a, I owe that man a jersey. Uh, he just has to let me know who, let me know who, and then, um, yeah. But I, I will say it is very refreshing when he has to shave a star in his head or take a picture of himself in the Cowboys jersey, so he does make it fun. Oh, yeah, he does, he does. Um, Von Kelly just says, Scott, gray skull, color burst, or big skull? I have to be completely honest. I have no idea what he's talking about. <laughs> I feel like you do based on Kyle's laugh, but I oh no, I assumed by that you know I would assume that he's talking about like the outsider skull, like because you guys have like three different jerseys, right? So I would assume he was like talking about oh, like, jersey. Duh. Yeah. Oh man. What a uh, wow. Okay. <laughs> uh, Kyle's getting canceled. Um, big skull for sure. Big skull for sure. Big skull for sure. I can't even. Yeah, yeah. I can't picture it, but thanks for the, the what do you call it, the clarification there, Kyle. Yes, yeah. Thank you. 
Yeah, I don't even, I don't even play on that team. So big, big skull is the answer. Well, I'm never looking at the skull, so you know. I can't even picture. I mean, that's that. nice. <laughs> I'm like struggling to picture the, the uniform. Um, it'll come to me though. Oh, this is a good one. Okay, Savon asks, who wins at 1v1, Super Smash era Kyle or Kill Shot era Scott? Hey, hey Kill Shot era Scott was uh, about 30 pounds lighter, so so probably Super Smash era Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, I, th I think I was at my best when I was playing with Kill Shot, so... Yeah, I think at that point when I was on Super Smash, I was just throwing as hard as I could and just trying to dodge. Like, I never, ever went for a catch, you know. And I would just do the whole, like, move out of the way and spin. But, you know, I still get hit all, hit all the time. Oh, yeah. That was your signature, <laughs> man. <laughs> I got that from Sean Gibson. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he would just, like, twirl in place like a ballerina. Like, what are you yeah. doing? <laughs> Let's see. Um, oh, man. Got a couple more and then some maybe hopefully not too sobering questions, but uh, definitely want to keep the mood going. Um, Eli asks, do either one of you miss living in Texas? I'm going to, I definitely miss it. Like I can't stand Washington weather. Uh, the only thing I love about Washington or Seattle specifically is the dodgeball community because it, it is like, it's the best one I've ever been a part of, but Texas itself, I completely miss it. I miss Whataburger. I was uh, about that, actually. Obviously, I got my family down there, too, so I miss them. We just bought a house down in uh, Rockwall, Texas, so I'm just ready to move back and uh, get out of the Army and go forward with uh, whatever's next in my life. Nice. How about you, Scott? Yeah. Um, I mean, definitely I miss living in Texas. Uh, I mean the people I, you know, I spent 26 years there. So, um, yeah, my whole family's there, you know, most of, uh, most of my best friends are there. Um, yeah. So, uh, I'm finding it, it's, uh, it's harder to make uh, good friends as you get older. So yeah, I definitely miss that aspect of having people that, you know, just hanging out pretty much every, every week. Um, having people to go do stuff with everything else. I would say I, I, I enjoy Colorado more other than, you know, just not having those relationships. Yeah. Those aren't really important either. I mean, you can get by with like scenic view and, in Colorado. I'm an indoor person too. So, you know, yeah, I was, I was joking. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, honestly, uh, it, it's, uh, it's gotten me out of the house because uh, growing up in Dallas, I, you know, especially in the summer, it's like, uh, why would I go outside? Air conditioning is inside. So, yeah, no, that's, um, I've only been to Carbondale, I think. I don't know if that rings a bell at all. Yeah. Car yeah. Yes, hey, I, my drive or my, my job, I have to drive all over the state. So I've, I've been pretty much everywhere in, in Colorado. Avondale's, okay. yeah, it's beautiful. Yes. Yeah, so I've been up there, um, for like a week, had, had family up there. I mean, it was a long time ago. I was like, I think like, 12 or 13 years old gorgeous so i'll probably make a trek out there one of these days and uh i don't know use it as an excuse to play dodgeball and go visit but um markel asked uh what ball type do you guys prefer playing we did cover that earlier 
but he asked a really important question. That is, who's uh, who wins a one v one? Myself or Sergio? <clears throat> so let me just preface this and help you guys out. Um, the last time I faced <laughs> off against Sergio was last year. It was the Harry Potter tournament, and I kid you not, I was wearing a cape and a wig, and I I owned him twice. The only chances I got to play against him. <laughs> so I'll let you guys go ahead and make your your decision after that. After knowing that small piece. I don't know. I've never seen Sergio play. Never seen him. So I'm at the golf my man Steve. I'll take it. I would say Steve as well. You're both good men. Because he's here talking <laughs> to me right now. Um if Sergio asked me this, I'll probably say Sergio. Uh there's there's a reason why you haven't seen Sergio play, so I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Not like whatever you saw Kyle was was good me at all. That was uh that was horrible. With Kyle, what? I'm, I'm, base, I'm assuming Kyle's basing his watching me play when we played 8.5 um, in his court when he was roughing us, and we were just completely falling apart. Like we were just oh. never. Well, no, because I remember the round three that we played in. We went to um, elimination with you guys. It was the first round of eliminations, and oh, Vegas, yeah, yeah. We went. It was like three three, and like our team just fell apart in that that last game, and. Y'all beat us, but that was some uh, hard-fought games, and you were in Vegas, if I remember correctly. Yep, it was. Yeah, so. yeah I remember I, I snapped at that game. I was like, I'm, we're not losing, so I just like caught, I think, like three or four of you guys, and just like, I'm, no, I don't know what's wrong with me. I'm better than this. Um, <laughs> not having it, because I was just having a horrible weekend. Like I, I, I think that was the first Elite tournament I played all year, because I had missed um, all the other rounds. Um for guard stuff and so i was like just gone are the days where you can take a break and come back and pick up where you left off and i realized that the hard way and that was actually a really like i don't say like a motivating tournament but as like i had that epiphany of like okay if i if i really want to get better like i gotta start training um let me look up this guy that ketchum's training under and see if i can train with him and um you know it also had other benefits of just being in shape period um just trying to prolong what's left of my precious youth. Um, so I'm not like breaking a hip if I, <laughs> if I fall in, in two years. Um, and so that, that actually opened the door for a lot of, um, a lot of good benefits for me down the road. But, um, yeah, that was a, oof. I got into like, I just honed in on just catching, was, like just catch balls and we'll win and we can walk away from this thing and never come back. But, uh, way to, way to open up some bad, bad memories there, Sergio. Appreciate it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh let's see so i got maybe maybe one more because we're creeping on the one hour 30 mark um let's see kind of want to ask you guys um i feel like this is a good one because of your because you guys have been around um for a while we'll start with you kyle so um i know i hinted at you know like the seniors league of dodgeball um more, more to follow, but how would you, um, how would you, how would you describe life after dodgeball? Like, like if you were just completely done, can't play anymore. I mean, what does that look like for you? Are you gonna try to play another sports, um, right out as long as you can, still be part of the scene. Like, what does uh, what does that look like for you? Uh, I don't know. I feel like I would want to be involved in some aspect, whether you know, uh. What comes to mind is like Kyle Adrenal Rush didn't play anymore, but that one Asian guy, uh, Tim Poon, he came and like uh, 
helped organize around a couple years ago. Right. So mm -hmm. I would like to be around like in some capacity and that would be good enough for me if I'm too old to be playing. Uh, I loved him. It was always fun seeing him again. Um, mm -hmm. I guess I got a different side than you guys did. Like we had, um, I don't know if I mentioned earlier, uh, Mason, he called, um, he called, uh, oh man, uh, Troy cheeseburger back in the day. I don't know where he got oh, that damn. name, but he was able oh, to, no. he was able to do that and get away with it. I don't know if that really pissed him off and we just never found out about it, but, um, we always loved Adrenaline Rush, so it was it was cool seeing them come back for a little bit. And when we found out that they just kind of disappeared, we're like, "Well, dang, um, it's a shame." <laughs> they were pretty good at pushing everybody's buttons in the south. I don't know if it was like that on the national stage because I only I think I only played one national tournament that I remember with them there. Yeah, but yeah, they were they were pretty good about that. Yeah, I probably shouldn't get into like why they disappeared um i know it was not great not not the greatest exit um so bring it back to kyle um yeah so it'd be good that you would want to stay involved and you know be part of the scene as, as best you can um yeah. I mean, if if tom wakefield that dude you know he's he's up there in age and if he's still playing oh yeah well i can't play you know so <laughs> <laughs> uh, i have to ask uh, how old is he if you had to guess i have no idea I mean, he's got a kid that's our age, Alex Wakefield. So, I mean, he's got to be at least like 55, at least. Oh, I got, you just bought me another 15 years. Thank you. See? <laughs> Thanks, Kyle. Yeah, that's, uh, I looked at him and um, uh, Joe Coella and some of the older guys that are, you know, just, yeah, work a little bit harder, stretch more, eat healthier, and, you know, you can buy a couple more years, uh, just make it last. So, uh, what about you, Scott? He's still killing people. So, you know, yeah. Tim is it's still yeah, possible <laughs> exactly okay something else um what about you Scott what, is, what does life look like after dodgeball yeah uh, I mean I'd like to still be around in some capacity um you know whether it be you know team captain of team USA or maybe the coach of team USA who knows I'm keeping my options open so uh just the uh, the leadership of team USA they can know that that I'm available for those um uh, but honestly, I, I would really like to get something in Colorado or Colorado started, you know, um, and I think uh, Alfred with his experience, you know, um, with his league, I think it was in Dayton, you know, getting something started up there. Um, I've racked his brain a couple of times. And um, yeah, I mean, he, he's got some great ideas to get stuff started. So that's that's kind of what kind of what I'm hoping for, you know, maybe maybe get some youth here and. I can still be invested, you know, through them. Nice. Yeah. I feel like, um, yeah, it's going to fall on, on us, uh, older guys that have the experience and have the, the vision to see like, what, what can we do to keep dodgeball going? Um, so being able to reach out to youth and, and, you know, identify some talent like that one guy you were saying, you know, it could be a contender for, you know, a top, top 10 cannon. Um, like that's, what's going to help dodgeball succeed. It's, you can only do so much with like viral videos, but, um, the, re the recruiting and right. talking people up and coaching them and letting them know like there's, there's more to it if you want. Um, I feel like that's going to be like the biggest impact in, in keeping this, this legacy going. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I completely agree. Well, um, speaking of legacy, so, um, 
don't know if you guys are aware, but Austin Deeks, like for, I think four or five straight months was just like the dad joke supplier. So he's able to, I was able yep. to actually ask him early. Um, cause I, I don't think I've had one from him for about a month. So that's totally my bad, but I did get one from him. So let me, uh, let me get ready to read this thing. Cause I don't want to botch it. Okay. <clears throat> so he says, if Dwayne Johnson had downstairs neighbors, they would be clueless to just about everything. And you'd be too if you lived under a rock. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Thank you, Austin. You are. Yes. Thank you, Austin. Yes. The, the longer the, the pause, the, the better it's going to be. So <laughs> awesome. All right, guys. Well, I mean, that's all I have. Um, Kyle, great idea. Again, Scott pro probably sounded horrible when I was like, why would you want to bring Scott on? But, uh, I'm glad, I'm glad you did. And, um, you were part of the outcast chat, right? Um, that we did two years ago. Do you remember that? Outcast chat? Yeah. When we did, um, oh Jesus, um, the outsiders chat. Okay. Yeah. 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 Wow. Yes, I was. I got the team yep. right. Dang, okay. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So making my second appearance on dodgeball podcast. So exactly. And, um, I'm keeping tallies and I'm hoping to break the record. Do you know what the record is? Um, I think it's four. Oh, okay, okay. That's that's definitely reachable. Okay. Yeah, we we don't count. I'll, Justin. I'll keep my calendar open. Yeah, please do. Uh, we 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 don't count Justin Bosch because he's he's a guest host now, so um, he would have been the contender. But um, no, there's, there's definitely some questions that you know I, I kind of had to put to the side just because I wanted to make sure I was able to talk to both of you guys. But um, more than happy to guys have you ha more than happy to have you guys on uh, individually um, later on, um, maybe maybe next year. So I'm gonna definitely wrap up this season, but. Um, Thank you guys both for coming on. And I think what we'll do is we'll go ahead and end the interview there. All right. So that was my interview or uh, I guess discussion with uh, Kyle Warren and uh, Scott Bronson. And guys, thank you so much for, for being willing to hop on and hang out and talk about dodgeball and kind of just give your, your shared um, experience with dodgeball coming into the scene, coming out and coming back in. Um, that was really cool that you guys had the history that you did. And um, yeah, I just had a lot of fun with this interview. Um, definitely a lot of laughs and I think that's what happens when you put uh, two good friends together and uh, I just get to be like a fly on the wall slash uh, you know moderator for lack of better words um, might do this again if there's a pair out there that you'd like for me to interview or have online um, more than happy to do so um, as I stated in my uh, in my closing with uh, with Edgar Fox uh, part two looking to bring the season to a close. So got a couple more interviews lined up, followed by some uh, recaps uh, or at least hypothetical ones. And then we'll wrap it up for the year, but i um, still open to any ideas for uh, what we have left or for even um, next season. But um, thanks again for those that submitted the questions last minute. Um, and uh, that's pretty much all I have. So if you're still with me, have a great uh, rest of your evening, a great rest of your week, a great weekend, and we'll see you next time. That's pretty funny. But it for sure will now. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to put anybody on the spot, but it could. I'm just saying, if you guys want, that could be the uh, the opening blooper. Oh, man, I won't be offended. Excellent. Kyle, you good? Uh, I don't care. <laughs> oh, I speak for both of us. So. Oh, okay. oh, yeah. Excellent. It's really easy then. <laughs>